Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode number 38. I am your host, Skids, and with me is Gucci and Fence Post. Come on, man. Another week. I'm here. Hello, hello. This confused me because you changed everything up. I did. I like to confuse people. I don't know how to operate. Mm. Get it, get it, you know, on the fly, you know? Mm-mm. Nothing? I like repetitive things. Heavy <laughs> <laughs> penny. A robot. Well, in that case, do you hear music? Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. So we also have with us this evening, because I've changed things up a bit and we started talking, but we have a, is he a special guest or a very special guest? Very special guest. Very special. We have a very special guest with us tonight. We have Cliff Lewis, man. Thanks for joining us, buddy. No, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Very awesome. Appreciate you stopping by. Whew. What you guys been up to? Anything cool? Cold, snow. Mm. I hate Canada. (laughs) Come move down here. You're like an actual Yeti. (laughs) I'm trying, man. You know, I'm looking for that well-paid government job, you know? Mm. Does that exist? (laughs) Yeah, all of them. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe. You got to look for them. Yeah, Yeah, I pay less work. (laughs) Well... I Good have seen, government work. Listen, I have seen Gubbies taking naps in their cars. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, that saying literally wouldn't exist <laughs> if it wasn't true. <laughs> right. Good enough for government work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, first things first, I'd like to thank everyone for downloading, streaming, and listening to our podcast. Thank you to each and every one of you. So sincere. I know. Gucci, tell us about your week, man. Man, let me tell you something. I attempted. Yeah, man. I attempted to fly (laughs) in twenty degree weather, and how'd that work? I could not. Not good. Mm. I literally became the three minute man, not because I was flying electric. But because it was just too damn cold. Like, uh, I literally, the helicopter was doing very impressive stuff. Yeah, mm. a one pitch pump jump. <laughs> no, it was actually pirouetting. And I'm like, why is the helicopter pirouetting? And then I will actually look down and I could see my hand, my fingers locked in a left pirouette or a right pirouette. And I'll have to actually force my fingers to move to center when or let go. Up, was the heli still there? Yeah, you know, because I fly in the stratosphere, three, 20 mistakes high, 50 oh, mistakes high, whatever it is, right. you know? Instinctively. Instinctively, yeah. So, hmm. yeah, I got to go, I got to fly my Drake Nitro. I uh, did two flights totaling, I think, seven minutes total between the two flights. But I got out and flew, so that's the best I could do for flying-wise. Um, but other than that, I started uh, actually working on converting the Kraken Electric that I had set up for F3C. Um, I'm starting to convert that back up to 3D sports setup, so changing the dampeners and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I got to remember, I'm probably just going to reset the Neo back to stock stuff. So, and I'm doing that because I'm still waiting for my Hennesis. Yeah, the Hennesis. 
Got to put so, a little emphasis in it, like Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my Genesis. friend. <laughs> Hello, my friend. <laughs> my Genesis is here. <laughs> Genesis. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, um, definitely uh, still waiting for that. I think it's soon. I'm hoping, hoping that I could build it before RCHL. That so, would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we could have some fun with flags, right, Cliff? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I hope I hope that I could get it. The other thing I just did today was um, I saw a notice on, I think, the Hangout that they had uh, 6,000 uh, milliamp 1S batteries for the V-Control in stock. Oh, wow. I think for Mania X. Are they 1S? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So I... for. Probably a year now, I've been saying that I'm going to buy a set. I'm going to buy a set to put in my V-Control Touch. And finally, I was like, you know what? They're in stock. They don't stay in stock long. I'm going to go ahead and pick them up. So Awesome. I'm going to open up my V-Touch for the first time. I hope I don't break any leads or anything like that. I know there's a potential that my lead for the vibration module <laughs> could be ripped. Um, but I don't know. Like, Have you done that, Scott, before? open up your radio yeah a bunch of times i actually put a video up in the hangout showing you how to put two six thousand batteries in a did you okay yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna have to maybe watch that and probably ask you a bunch of questions before i open it up just to look yeah, what to look it's for easy. don't worry about it hardest part is making a new strap there's a little plastic strap in there that holds the batteries down you got to kind of make a new one for the success what did you use like uh, uh, six thousand um i don't remember i've done it a couple times i think i used i used a piece of velcro once and the other time i used this like plastic tape stuff Mm -hmm. and then just used a reamer to make two holes in it the right length to to hold the batteries down but basically peel all the velcro out between the batteries and stuff because you need as much room as you can to fit it inside the back plate and then just use the strap cinch it down and then bolt it back on and you're good you're good okay so yeah, I'm gonna do that. Hopefully, I don't have to charge it all the time because I'm pretty good about putting it into like completely shutting off the radio at the end of the weekend. You know, so I don't think I really have an issue with leaving it in like standby mode, so to speak, or sleep mode. But you know, I feel like that what I have in there now is just you know it gets depleted pretty quick. So hopefully, I can have a little bit longer life on the battery, but. We'll see. Right on. Right yeah. On. So that's about it. Scott, what'd Yo. you get to get into this week? <laughs> Whatever. Well, um, two weeks. Two weeks. Is it two? God, it was two it weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Shit. Um. Well, I flew with the bros at Cam. Uh, we didn't invite Chris. Not again. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. <laughs> I think but. we did, but he was working. Did he? Oh, yeah. screw him then. Never inviting him again. <laughs> Priorities and stuff. <laughs> Lame. Um, what do we do there? I helped John Titus uh, set up his first 700. Awesome. He chose a Kraken for his first 700. Might as well go for gold. And then a few minutes later, I helped Jeff Montague fly his first 700. Mm. Kraken. Dude stole my paint scheme, so I'm not speaking with him anymore. <laughs> he copied that whole black and white camo thing. Mm. Yeah. He nice. asked permission beforehand, but I'm still salty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then I helped me set up and maiden my not first 700. Mm-hmm. Kraken. 
Yeah, good choice. Three Krakens in one day. Yeah. Solid. Uh, and I learned something really peculiar. So I had some issues with my tune, and I never really cared much to try and figure it out because I just figured it's because I was running a dumb amount of collective. But I had this problem where every now and then when you do anything like pretty aggressive, um, it liked to kind of wiggle. And I always just wrote it off on either dumb dampeners or, you know, something's worn out or my links are loose or, you know, just you shouldn't run 15 degrees of pitch. Mm. I ended up lowering the agility by 10 points because Frank Columbia was there and he was messing around and and he just tried it and it worked. And it Mm. blows my mind because it doesn't make any sense why the overall rotation speed would affect stability around center stick. Right. But it does and it was pretty dramatic so i went from 120 to i don't know 115 thing 115 or 110 made a huge difference so i guess it's not stalling out the blades as much not trying to achieve a rotation rate that you're commanding and it's still rotating at the max speed it could do anyway so well it's really interesting yeah if i can interrupt i mean uh scott was like here fly it and i was like okay and so uh, I put it up for like all of 30, 45 seconds, something like that. And I was like, Mm-mm, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it was just something was off and I never really yeah. cared to tune. I, th- I think it's because it's different blades. Like I've always flown the Switch 717s. Yeah. And I just recently started flying the SAB 690s just to try them because they came with a kit. And I think they're not capable of the same rotation rate, possibly, as the 717s. Or maybe they're just less stable. I'm not sure. But, yeah, it made a huge difference. Yeah, they definitely tune differently, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. So let that be a lesson. If you're testing blades and doing different things, make sure you kind of tweak your tune to try and make it match the hardware you're using. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, back to week. Um, What else did I do? Not helicopter related. I sold my house, which is interesting. So I will be homeless as of March 4th. Uh We don't have a place to move into. That'll be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) We'll figure that out when it happens. Um, But then we're running around like crazy, trying to clean up the house, fix little odds and ends that are a problem, clean the catastrophic amount of mud that the dogs have brought in over the past week and a half from muddy paws running around the backyard and running into the house. <laughs> I mean, I was like power washing the deck in the rain to get the dog paw prints off of it wow. before the dude showed up like the night before. Um, yeah, so then we had an inspection in the house. We had to stay out of the house for like seven hours, which was also crazy. Three dogs, an angry wife, and me in a car for seven hours. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, I managed to hide about 80 gallons of nitro from the home inspector. <laughs> what, is, what is this? A meth lab? Yeah. Right. Follow me on Instagram for more drug hiding tips. <laughs> right. Breaking Graham. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then... And, uh, finally got access to a loading dock i had access to a loading dock so i thought but then they were smart enough to ask me hey are you shipping hazmat stuff and you know i had to say yes right so they decided they were not so down for that and uh luckily eric Shu actually happened to track down a loading dock local to him with one of his buddies that was cool with it so nice. cool. yeah i think we're in uh good shape but that that's been my two weeks awesome. nitro. Yes. <laughs> right on. Oh, one more thing. So I've been trying to get quotes for shipping this nitro, and 
on a skid. It was reasonably priced. It was like 350 bucks to get it out to California. And then I thought I'd be slick and just put in like a request for quote for just the boxes. So I was like, well, how many is like, you know, 18 or 19, 12 by 12 boxes that weigh 30 pounds each. They wanted $700 to ship it out to California. Wow. It's a big nope. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, three hundred bucks is not bad if you load up the the pallet, right? Yeah, exactly. It ends up being a lot cheaper than shipping it out there because that's with hazmat and everything. Mm-hmm. Like totally legit, fully legal, getting it out there. That's awesome. <laughs> fully legal. <laughs> I mean, you could lie about it and be like, "Yeah, I'm sending windshield wiper fluid or uh, car dish soap or something, or you know, car wash soap." Yeah. Radiator fluid, whatever you want. So, <laughs> off topic. Ha- how do you mail your batteries? Uh, what? I mean, like, if you mail- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a legit question, right? We all do question. it. Um, I ship them UPS ground. Okay. Um, I don't label them as lithium batteries, which I should. Let's be honest, though. I don't ship batteries that often. Yeah. I mean, I, I buy them quite often, but I usually give them to people. Okay. Or if I ship them, it's like, I'll ship batteries for, for teammates around places, but it's always ground and stuff. Like I've done it like three times. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a tough thing to, cause you don't want to lie of course, but man, have they given me like such a hard time trying to mail batteries? Oh yeah. Don't you ever put I mean? on a- Like, cause it, yeah. cause the thing that they told me was you need to put this back in the item in which it came. And I was like, that's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> and and I literally at this time I pulled up like heli direct and I was like look I'm like you buy them separately it doesn't come with the helicopter and they're like you got to put it in the helicopter to ship it I'm like I'm not giving them my helicopter <laughs> <laughs> excuse me can you ship back my helicopter once you get your batteries <laughs> I, I know what I'm going to do for the first event that I travel via airplane yeah since I use solderless connectors, I'm just going to go find a set of uh, 12S stick laying on the table somewhere, take it, put solderless connectors on it, and fly. Right. Just right. someone's? Doesn't matter who yeah, it is? Uh, yeah. No. I'll leave them 20 bucks, you know, <laughs> and bring back the pack at the end of the day. All puffed. Yeah, all, yeah sausaged. <laughs> Dude, I've... I, f- I have fun with flags. Do you think I'm going to be able to puff any packs? Oh, and- come on. Your last name is pretty much Tarek. Like, let's be serious. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, Daniel. Tell him what the guy said when you were picking up whatever it was you were getting the other day. What was it? Oh, he said, hello, Mr. Tarek. And I'm like, yes, yes, sir. Hello, how are you? You're a good guy. Oh you man, like I wanted to reach way? through the, I wanted to reach through the phone and be like, shut the fuck up, whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> Do not make should, his ego bigger. I should have said, hello, my friends. <laughs> like, what is this guy doing? Whatever you had in your hand at the time, <laughs> and introduced it. <laughs> it was so funny. No, nah, he was he was like a 16, 15 year old working at Target delivering the the bags to my car, you know. So right. he's got a bright future. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Hello, my friends. Oh man, too funny. That was pretty good. Well, moving right along, I guess. Right. Um, yeah, Kevin, what have you been up to? <laughs> what have I been up to? Uh, same thing uh, with Scott, more or less. We went and met up with I call them the Charlotte Pros. Met up with the pros out there in Charlotte. Oh, the Charlotte hose, whichever. Um, 
And uh, yeah, uh, had a really good time as always. Um, of course, Ben Connor uh, was in, or insisted on feeding everybody, so we we brought up some food for everyone to to eat. And they have, of course, a grill and you know plate or facilities and things to do that. So that was really cool of Ben to uh, to volunteer for that. But uh, yeah, uh, it was a good time. We um, I I actually now can no longer call my 580s 6s machines. They now identify as 7S machines. So wow. that was fun. Um, is that because uh, an executive order that was just released? No more 6S, 7S only? Yeah. Well, there was a day a while back that when we were flying, I flew like Josh's 14S, you know, cracking or uh, 700 KSE. And then I flew Ben's 7S. Uh, 580 at like I don't know something stupid 2650 RPM and I was like well I suppose I should burn my own packs and so I load up a 6S pack into my own machine and I started flying and I was like freaking boring <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah I had to bone up and play with the big boys and make it 7S and uh, and it's awesome but I will say this um one of the you cool just things. insulted everybody that played 6S. <laughs> right. <laughs> My bad. 6S is awesome. Uh, so, Ben, you know, of course, he's he's been pushing YGE ESCs here lately, and with good reason. Um, but uh, I have a Hobbywing 130 on mine, and pretty much like, you know, from tip to tail, I mean, our machines are almost identical. I mean, minus like a few, like like the servos are different, of course, but motor ESC, blades, head speed, tuning pretty much is pretty close. Uh, his tail was maybe slightly slower than mine, but really and truly, I have to say that the YGE was just so much more powerful than my hobby wing with the 130. It was insane. And of course, he he's running the 155 Sapphire. And it really has to do everything to do with um, how it governs, right? And there's a, a huge difference between the two. And where mine felt a little more soft and spongy, his was very crisp. And uh, so it was really interesting to kind of play around with that too, because it's not too often that you, you know, have a friend that has a machine that's almost as identical as yours and, you know, trying different things and whatever. So that was a, uh, that was a pretty neat experience because that, that thing rips. Like it's, I mean, mine's fast, but holy crap, his is freaking just insane. So, and I think we were running, um, I think highest bank was uh, 2380. I think that's what it was. So it was, uh, it was quite something, but, uh, really cool. Had a lot of fun with that. Uh, it was really good to see Frank Columbia as Scott touched on. Um, I was not expecting to see him that day and, uh, he had his 580. He was maidening that, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was like a couple, two, three flights. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, then we got to see him rip on. And it's funny because, like, even like somebody like Ben, you know, they haven't seen Frank fly. And uh, he was like, wow, that dude can, he can fly. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, Frank can rip. Like, he's, <laughs> you know, dude can fly. So, um, but it was really good to see him. But uh, I don't really have anything else necessarily. I mean, it's just uh, waiting on the raw. Um, Oh, I did get in the uh, 26 millimeter arms and Futaba servo, servo horns. So package one for the raw is here. So pretty excited about that. 
just uh, like like Gucci, I, I hope the raw shows up in time where we can you know get these things built before RCHO so we can you know I'll be repping the new stuff, which will be a lot of fun. So, but that's it for me. So, Cliff, what you got, buddy? Man, I have not done very much at all this week. Um, it's cold, and I'm old, and old and cold don't go together very good for me. <laughs> so I've uh, got uh, I bought a Kraken, and it had a Protec tail servo in it, and I found out that uh, the seven fifty, the CGY seven fifties, and the seven sixties don't. They don't play great together. They work. You can make them work, but they don't completely love each other. So I went ahead and bought a BLS 276 servo for that. Uh, I haven't flown it yet with that. We'll see how that goes. And other than that, I've got another buddy of mine's helicopter. He's got a Roban Bell 222-800 size helicopter here. He bought it just a little bit before Christmas, and I've been building it for him. And I, I was so excited. It's neat. It's cool. It's got, uh, you know, the little doors open. It's got the lights inside. The whole cockpit lights up. It's got the little flashy lights all around. It's cool. Had everything all together and spooled it up on the table. And the main shaft's bent. I'm like, really? Out of the box? Bent? Whatever. So uh, we're kind of having some issues with that. Um, they're supposed to be sending him a new main shaft. They sent one, but it was the wrong side. It's, it's about two and a half inches too short. So, uh, yeah, other than that, that's about it. Nice. All right. Well, Scott, what's next, buddy? Oh, no. <laughs> you can't do it. Come do on. It. Come yeah, on, man. Can't do it. Can't do it. But this hot. Yes. Yeah. Man. It keeps getting I'm better. Excited. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> we do have some stuff, right? Sweet. Mm. I think I think uh I had some support on this first bullet that we got is the petrol. Have you guys ever heard about the petrol? <laughs> petrol. <laughs> petrol. That sounds like I'm half retarded. Um, so, Carrie Shirley uh, leaked out a little bit of information that they're going to do a raw conversion for gas. Nice. So, right. they're like, hey, it's already coming as a nitro soon in the future. Well, guess what? I'm releasing a gas conversion. Yep. I hope so, he does, because he promised us a Kraken one. We never saw it. He said it's coming. That that was part of that thread, too. He was Somebody mentioned that. They're like, we haven't even seen the Kraken yet. He's like, it's coming. He says that was coming first, and then, of course, the uh, the Petrol's coming. So, oh, he's, why wouldn't he just do the Petrol first, stick with what's... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Listen, you know, everybody has their business model, right? So... We're watching I, you, Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> release the cool stuff yep i i mean i don't i don't you know i i guess some of us try to gas you know not necessarily me but you scott and you kevin i think it has a place right i i think what what, what you said you know before is you know build it and they will come somebody will buy the gas conversion you know they will yeah just yeah. because they want to try it you know i'm curious to see what that new you know what is it o'neill brothers or one brothers racing the guys that make the 300 or 310 or whatever mm, yes <clears throat> the, the supposed to be a lot 
quicker, a lot faster. So I'm curious to see if that makes up the difference because it was super close before. If it had like 10% more power, it would have been wicked cool. Maybe that's why Chris didn't show up to Charlotte. He's been too busy for the last like three weeks hovering that new motor. He he asked me if I can break it in for him. I'm like, absolutely, let's do it. Apparently, right. at chill out, I'm breaking it in for him. So, oh, is that the case? You're gonna hear a whole lot of ah, oh gosh down at the back flight lane. Well, let's be serious. I'll be flying it, so I'll go. <laughs> That's cool. That that sound will block out all the screams while I fly. It's good. Don't, <laughs> don't make me change my mind on coming down. Because <laughs> if that's all I hear, people screaming and the petrol going around in a circle, I'm going to be. It sounds like it's Texas be... Chainsaw Massacre, right? <laughs> massacre. Yeah. It'd be great. No, I, I think that. I mean, even I think the you know, I carry was it carried as released that new pipe too, right? So they're trying yes. to mask the cat in heat noise, I guess. Wait, the, that pipe does that? Supposedly. Wow. Mm, meow. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think they're, they're getting there. I think you said that, Scott, that they're, you know, they're closer than they ever were before, right? To like nitro, the power to weight ratio, right? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, I'd love to see maybe a more up-to-date airframe because i had the whiplash don't get me wrong whiplash was awesome uh it's definitely a bigger airframe though than most 700 size helicopters and i wonder if that adds to the weight a little bit you know mm-hmm. yeah or even having like a small lightweight helicopter with a big gas motor in it right yeah even with the raw not having you know the side resistance and everything else it could be that it actually helps an, a gas airframe right being yeah. that of design and setup so yeah i just I, hope it looks i hope it looks legit because you know some gassers like look really good and then other ones look like the engine sits too low and it's got like a big you know fat gut sitting out of the bottom yeah yeah, yeah. that's what i'm hoping that looks right because that's one thing i liked about the whiplash was it all sort of fit together well yeah and some of them just look a little off mm-hmm. it, it looked like it was meant to be right exactly mm-hmm. With the starter no, coupling, not not pull start. Yeah, forget the pull start. Starters are where it's at. Yep. Yeah. So I thought it's definitely good news that they're trying to keep up with what's coming out. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Right. You're gonna get one, Scott. Um, not sure. I mean, probably not initially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let, let it flush out. No, I just I save up some money before I start spending stuff on gassers and things that aren't common. Yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna pick up a nitro raw and I'm gonna stick with what I got for a little while. Yeah, I'm gonna have to have to make a decision before April on what I'm gonna which which one of my nitros I'm gonna let go for the nitro raw nitro. No need. Yeah, I th- I think so. Funny story. It's amazing, like, you know, people listen to the last show, and I said, I'm, I'm probably going to have to let go of the Drake. And yeah. people, like, like the day of are hitting up, uh, <laughs> me up for, like, hey, you know, like, I know you're not going to do it anytime soon, but 
you <laughs> know, I'm first in line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so, like what happened with my Kraken. Like I got guilted into selling my Kraken. I went and bought another one. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. How to make poor financial decisions 101. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, you know, I'll probably, because I'll probably give somebody a pretty good deal, but still, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to have to come out with that much money to get the the Nitro Raw, you know? Give you 200 for it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> you, you give me four cases of Nitro and we have a deal. Four cases? Listen, man, it's a negotiation. (laughs) What do you mean? It's full pool fuel, not freaking Kool-Aid. Light, no sugar. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm giving you a Drake airframe, primo condition, with a brand new new boom and canopy. Yeah. Uh It's only half a Hoblin since Daniel's owned it. (laughs) 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 I actually took care of it, Scott. Now, so it's I'm domesticated now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there, it's I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll save the the secret for later because there's a, a plot twist to that Drake. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can't wait. Uh, yeah. It's really Kevin's that he rekitted. <laughs> it right. identifies as <laughs> it identifies like a protos. <laughs> Now, um, sorry, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's I'm gonna have to have think really hard when that comes around. I'm gonna have to let something go and start. Hmm? No, I know. Bring them all to RCHO and send the shit out of them, and whatever one goes in first, that's the one you sell. So, mm. that, <laughs> so it's funny to say that, but I'm, I'm. That's kind of my thought process. <laughs> You're a yeah. legend, sir, and a scholar, and a yep. gentleman. <laughs> I, I'm gonna bring all my nitros, and out of the two seven hundred, one of them I don't think is. I know for a fact is not gonna leave with me in one piece. Ooh, tandem. Yep. <laughs> and I, I, I made that uh, that joke that I might even be persuaded to take my seven, one of my seven hundred nitros that identifies as a four fifty. Oh, and, oh, and, and oh. combat it. Wow. No, that's not cool. Epic. That's a waste. Well, you never know. Shut up, Scott. My <laughs> man. Oh, he's gonna destroy perfectly good helicopters, and it wasn't even What's like. A- from standing, what would you do if you hovered in a freaking 450 Gowie or something, or a line goes through your blades and explodes your helicopter? What a waste! Okay, so hear me out. If I take the Kraken Nitro, that's got a chip, you know, paint off the boom and kind of needs a new boom um, and all this stuff, it kind of gives me a reason to get a new boom, right? Sendable. <laughs> Sendable. Crazy man. I hope you get taken out by a blade 400. No. <laughs> What would happen if I win? You gonna uh, give me? Four I don't know. We gotta do a tail slide of death like last time. I don't know. It seems like Rob Cole always wins. So just <laughs> yeah, be or, or scares everybody. Yeah, I like to think every time he wins a raffle, he puts another beer uh, bead in his beard. Like <laughs> <laughs> you track. Yeah, oh dude looks God. like Jack Sparrow every time he goes to an event. Oh, yeah. Shit. 
All right. Should we reel it back in? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so, on other news that we found, well, not found out, everybody kind of knows about it, but we'll still say it. There's different canopies that came out for the Logo 200. Yeah. I was excited. I really, really thought it was the new Scorpion Mikado power system. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I turned it on. They said three new products for Mikado. Yeah. And I was watching the video and about three quarters of the way through, I'm like, hold on. They're counting different colors as products. Shit. And I got <laughs> yeah, all upset because yeah. I was like, cool. Product number one, these canopies. What's number two? And I was like, yeah. so eagerly waiting for like the next thing, thinking it was that power setup. Yeah. And you know, you're like, well, yeah, sadly another, depressed. another canopy. Yeah. yeah. Like fast forward 10 so, seconds. I was sad for myself because I'm like, I wish it was those, some of those other things that we've been waiting for a while. However, it's cool for those people that want variety. So in their canopies. Mm-hmm. So no, forget you guys. We never got our cool <laughs> announcement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, and the last thing is more canopies that we found out. I guess, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, McLennan's got their um, the new designs for the Nitroxy and the Oxy-5. You know, I gotta tell you, those canopies look really good, man. They did. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Oxy does a good job with their canopies. They sure do. I'm not yes. gonna lie to you. And that I think the design came from John Dale. So oh, he, right! Away. You're yeah, kidding right. me. That's badass. That's even cooler. Yeah. yeah, I think John Dale designed the pattern and the colors and everything else for, for Lynx. I totally forgot so, about that. Yep. So, man, it, once again, I'm a sucker for a good-looking canopy, so... Yeah, it really matters. That's so cool. Because, yep. like, that, you know, that's an international company. That's, that's global products. And then someone that we know from our friend circle kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. from the U.S. hobby, the small group we're in, made those color schemes. Like, that's, that's so cool. That is cool. Yep. It wasn't just I, some random person we don't know, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, and they look, like I said, you know, the the the, the the cherry on top is they look good on camera. I was like, you know, even even uh, when they said it's like, well, the, the camera or the, the picture doesn't do it justice. I'm like, you're right, because on camera, to me, it looks 10 times better than what I saw on the picture. Yeah. Because I... Because I think Luca had some in a picture on the Oxy site or something like that. So mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, I think it's it's cool that these these companies kind of mix it up. So yeah, pretty cool. That's kind of all I had. I yeah, it's you guys a little slow. Yeah, unless we miss something, but it's a possibility. Email us and let us know. We'll talk about it next time. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my Genesis. Yeah. My Genesis. 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 Yep. So that was that's about it for what is hot, Kevin. All yeah. right. Well, mm-hmm. if nobody has anything else to add, then uh, let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Kyle Stacy of BK Hobbies. It doesn't matter if you're just starting out or a seasoned 3D maniac. BK Hobbies has everything you need in stock, ready to ship. We are the global distributor of Switchblades and BK Servo, as well as the U.S. distributor of SAB Heli Division and Exnova Motors. Additionally, we carry Hobbywing ESCs, and new to the lineup, we are now carrying expert servos to provide options for the demanding pilot. We also carry Mikado Electronics and, oh yeah, RC Cars. Head over to www.bkhobbies.com. 
Welcome back, everybody. Uh, as mentioned before, we have a very special guest, a very special guest with us. Very. <laughs> very. Very. We've got um, Jay Treadway. No. <laughs> <laughs> no need. No need. No, Man. no. We've... <laughs> we got Monty? Cliff's like, damn it, I quit. <laughs> no, no, we got someone different. We got the next worst. Oh. <laughs> I was going to make a really bad joke. I, I can't do it to him. Oh. Uh, I was going to be like, where's Rodney and all this? But anyway, I, well, we'll pass. <laughs> The real I love you, Rodney. Yeah. Dude, every time I pull out in traffic now, I look for Rodney. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh. Well, welcome to the show, Cliff. We appreciate you being here, man. Uh, thank you guys for letting me uh, come on and ruin your podcast for you. Absolutely. Chase yeah. away the, the both of the people that you do have that listen. <laughs> the yeah. two people? Sure. <laughs> We we don't need help to ruin the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, that's that's why I'm here to kind of keep this on track. All right, Cliff. So, are you the moral compass? No, no he's the Elmer school glue to our freaking. <laughs> 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 no, nobody admits that they use me, but I'm yeah, there. Kevin got glitter in his eye. But you know, let's be honest. Are you from the same place uh, that Jay Treadway is from, Cliff? Oh, pretty really? near it. I'm near one it. state up. All right. Well, where are you from, Cliff? I'm from a little place called Troy, Virginia, which is in between Charlottesville and Richmond, kind of almost right in the middle. Okay. So, being that you're from Virginia... And we know that there's at least one of the podcasts in Virginia. Have you been on a podcast before? I have not. I have only called in to Freefall to talk to them on their telephone line. Suck it, Freefall. Yeah, they yeah. never called back. <laughs> I was really calling to talk to Scott anyhow. So I just had to go through Freefall to get to him. Nice. <laughs> well, you know how it is. You know, he was, you know. He kind of, that was a very tricky situation when he went to their show first and kind of yeah. stood me and Kevin up and see, then we they fr- paid more. Oh, Is they that did. what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Who, where'd they pay you in? You know, uh, Oreos. <laughs> wow. <laughs> double stuffed. Don't worry. That's how Eric got it. addicted. Eric's well, double stuffed. <laughs> well, here's the deal, Cliff. I'm glad that you do something other than podcasting for a living because there's no money in this. I'll tell you this right now. Apparently, Oreos. Hmm. But, yeah. you know, what, what do you do for a living, Cliff? My wife and I own a business together. We do underground fencing for dogs. It's called Pet Stop of Central Virginia. Oh, wow. Fencing? Do you travel and do that anywhere? Well, we're a franchise, so I can only go so far, but I can certainly get you in touch with the guy down in North Carolina. He's actually a pretty good friend of mine. We usually call each other. Uh, if we have issues I want, how far can you go in the low, low? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we might be able to make something happen. Yeah. Fun fly at my place. Bring your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to push a trencher around? I do, and I got a dog that's an asshole. So let's get this going. We can, we can, <laughs> we, can uh, we can work something out there. We can make him a happy dog. 
Excellent. I want to see that dog at night. (laughs) (laughs) So other than (laughs) Scott is going to make his dog be the trencher. Yeah, no. I should clarify. I, I do not condone electrocuting my dog, but it is a jerk. <laughs> it, well, it's actually mean, pretty, we we actually have one of the collars. You can put an app on your phone, so you can turn your phone into a remote control, so you can shock your dog right from your phone. That's beautiful. There's yeah. music to my ears. It's, she's it's not cool like time. a you know. She's not a forty volt dog for sure, but she deserves like a nine volt or something. Maybe twelve volt some days. Like she's getting it. It's totally adjustable. You can you can shock it, shock that poor little dog as hard or not as hard as you want to. Excellent. Do they make any in Monty size? <laughs> we got to be able to hold him down long enough to get the collar on him. But it would be awfully fun to watch him fly with that app. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that roll up. Yeah. No, you just put the sensor in the heli. And you put the collar on him, and if he flies past one of the flags, he gets it. Full voltage. <laughs> Man. He'll be flying <laughs> rings around Maxwell in no time. Yeah. <laughs> so, other than RC Hellies, do you have any of the hobbies, Cliff? No, not really. We have uh, 14 acres here, and uh, I've always said whenever you run out of hobbies, buy a house. And then if you buy a house with any bit of land at all that comes along with it, you, there's always tons of stuff to do mm. i don't like what I'm so hearing. yeah so when we're coming over to do a fun fly air house yeah hey um <laughs> you gotta dodge the neighbor's sheep but uh anyhow yeah it's all right it's good bump the sheep yep <laughs> <laughs> sorry kevin you could only come if they actually the sheep need to be trimmed a little bit uh Oh, oh man! We just I'd love to there. watch you fly someday. They're judging you over the other side of the fence. <laughs> <laughs> that auto was bad. <laughs> oh uh, man! Jump. Yeah, that's all I have. By the way, that's it. Four questions. He's like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm over. I'm done. I'm over. So his land is his hobby, and he gets abused by sheep. Okay, next. <laughs> How long have you been flying helicopters? Uh, well, I've been flying helicopters since about, believe it or not, about 1990. And I wow. still suck really bad. Yeah, I know, right? It's sad. Whole life. Yeah. That's, that's even worse, yeah. That's a lot of flags. <laughs> yeah, so many flags. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been doing airplanes too, or, or mostly just helis? My mom and dad bought me uh, an airplane. That's what got me started in the whole thing. They bought me a thing called a Trainer Hawk Two, and it was a nitro plane. They got that for me for Christmas in like nineteen, like eighty-seven. Wow! Um, I took it out to my local club, and you know they, they were going to help me learn how to fly it, and then they just like. I don't know. They just never came out. They it just you could never meet up with anybody there. So I uh, took it out and taught myself how to fly it. Wow! And that lasted no all the all yeah that lasted about thirty seconds. And, <laughs> That's going to be a everything. I took off and landed <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Done. Time Situation normal. <laughs> yeah. Rescue start. Rescue. <laughs> so, so that you know, I knew about like trimming the airplane out i knew you know what to make it fly level you had to trim it out i knew all that kind of stuff and that's actually why i decided to get a helicopter because i was just 
I mean, I'm already stupid, but I was even more stupider then because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get this helicopter. I'm going to get it all trimmed out so it's going to you know, hover nice and level. I can go inside and eat a sandwich while this thing's hovering and come back out and it'll still be sitting right here. Yeah, that wasn't even close to the way anything worked. I thought that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is that, is, that, is that the only reason you flew RC helis, or is that just one of them that you thought it was going to be easier than airplanes? No, I, that's just, you know, I thought it was going to be easier than helicopters once all the training stuff got trimmed out, you know, that kind of thing was done and done. Um, I like it more now because, I don't know, I feel like a helicopter is never, ever really trying to fly. It's kind of beating the air into submission. At least, you know, an airplane is always trying to fly. So it's kind of like chess and checkers. Yeah, you were once trying to fly, once trying to crash. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love my hobby. (laughs) <laughs> why do we do this i don't know but we're doing it <laughs> that's funny so early you said you started in the 80s ish right yeah about about 87 okay when did you like really get into the swing of the hobby so probably around 95 i had uh Right around 95, I guess, is when I started getting some some stuff that flew halfway decent. And that I stuck with it then for, oh, kind of off and on, more on than off for probably about 10 years or so. And then, you know, life happened, all that kind of neat stuff, got married and uh, had acquired more planes. Uh, I had I had. At one time, I had three helicopters, um, and they were all nitro, believe it or not, too, and nice. four 40% airplanes, and a 6x12 trailer, all that kind of neat stuff, and my wife and I got divorced, and I had to figure out some kind of way to pay a lawyer, so uh, I sold all my stuff, and I mean, basically gave it away, and uh, oh, I, I just, I told them, I'm like, you know what, I said, Bring me the money. I sold it all for five thousand dollars. I said, "Bring a two-inch ball, pick it up, and take it all." Mm. And uh, yeah, so kind of got back in. Yeah, you know, I sort of swore it off then. I said, "I'll never get back into it. I'm done with it." And just slowly trickled back into the helicopters, and here I am. That's probably, gosh, that's probably ten years or so ago now, and here I are. Oh. I'm bummed you sold all your stuff, but I'm super stoked you got rid of the airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> Any other uh, crazy stories from the '90s? Maybe like heli heli stories. I have I have two really really good ones that stick in my mind. So my first helicopter was a Kyosho Concept 30, 30. DX. Wow. Yeah, buddy. I love the what? starter cup on that thing. That was the <laughs> biggest piece of badoo-doo that I have <laughs> ever seen. Wait, no, the Concept 30 was a weird-looking one, wasn't it? It looked like a yeah. spaceship. Yeah. So they had two. They had a DX and an SE. I got mm. the DX because it was cheaper. And I... 
come to find out pretty quick why it was cheaper. So you know how we stuff all those bearings in our helicopters now to make everything spin nice and free? Yeah. Well, this one didn't have any bearings. It had bushings. <laughs> and, you know, I'm none the wiser again. You know, I'm going to make this helicopter set here and trim it out and go inside and eat a sandwich, you know. <laughs> so after every flight, all those bushings would seize up together. You know, the plastic would get warm and melty and they would just seize up tight. So everything would be all locked up tight, you know, by the time you went to fly again. So, uh, I quickly realized I needed to go ahead and spend a little bit more money and uh, convert mine to the SE model, which at least had bushings in it. Wild. Yeah. Uh, I know. It's crazy because you started, a, you put the starter motor up its butt, basically, to start the stupid thing. And another thing with that was the the fan shroud. You know, it was, it was right there, well, right where the starter goes in, and that nut would come off of the fan every time you try to start it, When you and, <clears throat> and then it would lock everything up, so you'd have to take the whole thing apart just to get in there and put the clutch back in there. It would unscrew everything off the main shaft. It was it was bad. It was a lot bad. Yeah. A lot bad. <laughs> yeah. And and you guys wonder why I don't want anything to do with nitro now. This, you see, They're better than it's all that. <laughs> They're so much better than that now. <laughs> well, I like I like the story because you know when we hear ourselves complain now about certain things, we're like, this is ten times better than before. Yeah, like when you're you're. The logo doesn't let go of your starter until you smack yourself in the forehead. That's our struggles <laughs> these days. <laughs> and my other one, I don't know if you guys ever heard of a thing called a Whitman flying stand. Nope. Okay, that was, it was, uh, it looked like a little piece of scaffolding is what it, it was what I would describe it as. And it had a little gas strut, so you would mount the helicopter oh, to this I thing. I do know this. And supposedly it would make you, you know, you'd learn how to hover and not crash because it's, you know, strapped into this thing. So uh, my girlfriend at the time, uh, she was out there with me while I was starting it. And, you know, it it took half a day just to get this helicopter mounted on this thing and, you know, uh, leveled up so it would not tip over one way or the other all by itself. So she was helping me do that. And uh, anyhow, I went ahead and said, I'm going to go ahead and start it. So I started it. It's like, a hot start. I'm like, oh, that's bad. So she's on my right-hand side. And I told, I'm holding the helicopter. I'm holding the head in one hand, the helicopter in the other. So it's not spinning. It's just melting the clutch all down to nothing. And I told her, I said, just back up. Just back away. And I'll just you know, let go. And I'll let it run out of fuel. Well, she came from my right side, and she just walked around me, and she got on my left side. Well, I had just kind of gently pushed the helicopter to my left, and I was just going to let it sit there and run out of fuel. Well, you know, that thing cracked her in the head two times before she got out of the way. <laughs> like two separate durations, not just like bam, bam, but like no, bang, bam, bam. And then she no. thinks about it, then bam, again. <laughs> it, uh, it, you know, again, it was cheap, though. It had a foam core blade, so, you know, it, I mean, I'm sure it hurt her a little bit. She, I mean, when she was flopping around on the ground, she acted like it was hurting her, but, you know. I, I, <laughs> she was hurt, by I, I couldn't really tell. I didn't have time. <laughs> I was too busy with tears in my eyes laughing. Oh, God. A horrible person. I noticed you said girlfriend, not wife. Yeah, yeah, she broke up with me not long after that. We're still friends, so we go to church together now. Wow. Uh, yeah. 
That's a, that's a good story to reminisce on. Remember when you got smacked in the head a few times? <laughs> Two times, I know, right? You think after the first one, she'd have got out of the way. <laughs> oh, my God. But that's my that's my my two big stories that really stick out from the, my early <laughs> helicopter days. I really wish I was hanging out with you in the nineties. Sounds like a riot. <laughs> yeah, you would have been like three. <laughs> I, I don't know what year was it. That was probably ninety, right around ninety one or so. All right, so I was one. Yeah. <laughs> I would have had a great time with you. <laughs> Change your diaper, Scott. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jesus. Oh gosh. Oh. Uh, out of the years you've been flying, have you ever taken a hiatus out of the hobby? I have, like I said, uh, been in and out a lot, but I got out of it a lot when I got divorced and uh, swore it off then. But uh, I don't know, something something happened. I got back into it, and uh, I think you guys are, I think you're stuck with me now. Sweet. Is that the only time, just that one event that you kind of drifted away? Yeah, pretty much. The other times, you know, I was still in school. Um, I was a firefighter paramedic, and when I was, it was, it was really hard to, to get all my training done. I had all these continuing ed hours. So I was still doing it then, but I was in and out a lot. And it was, I only had a few hours a month. It seemed like to be able to do anything helicopter hobby related. So I barely count that as being in it. That's tough Mm -hmm. for sure. Very cool. So what uh, helis do you currently have? I have a Goblin 700 Black Thunder Freedom Edition. Thunder. Thunder. A Goblin 700 Kraken. And a 700 Sphincter. And my daughter has a E5. Yeah. So uh, 550 or 600? What's it? uh... Right now, hers is just a five fifty. We could okay. we could stretch it to a six or even a seven hundred. But mm-hmm. uh, and and I have a lot a lot of E five parts and a lot of busted up airframes from uh, that I've just collected. So that's going to be her. She'll she'll be able to bust that up several times before I completely run out of parts for it. That's awesome. Is she enjoying it? Um, she she does. She does. She enjoys it a lot when she comes to the events i see um, yeah. i think it makes her feel like one of the guys I, I have a real hard time getting her to want to go do it when it's just like her and i hanging out at the field i see it's yeah well, very cool uh well i think we know the answer to this but we're going to go ahead and ans- ask you anyway uh nitro or electric oh absolutely nitro absolutely all the <laughs> yes <way>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I am. Uh, I'm. I'm all electric. It's. Yeah. It's just. It's just who I am now. I guess it's just. It's just easier. I'm not. Excited. I don't have anything against nitro. <laughs> I'm going to give everybody that flies nitro a bunch of crap. But yeah, mm. he's uh, zapped himself with his fences one too many times, and now he can't get away from it. <laughs> <laughs> one good thing. So you know, when we made the apple cobbler one time. I uh, couldn't get my charcoal started, and Jay came over and he sprayed some of his nitro on the charcoal. I'm like, this is not going to work. <laughs> this <is> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it did work. It did work. It, it lit the charcoal, and it burned good, and we all had apple cobbler. That's amazing. It was. <laughs> 
Oh. Challenges. Have you had any since you've been in the hobby? Like, what have you encountered with any kind of challenges? Challenges as far as, like, what? Uh, anything at all. I mean, uh, different like, air frame. Yeah, yeah. Learning curve in yeah. the different flyboard units out there. Yeah, any type of electronics or airframes or... Gotcha. Well, I started off. Um, I started off with Spectrum equipment. I think. I think just about everybody does because you know they've got the blade helicopters, and I uh, kind of transitioned all that over. And uh, yeah, I got to talk to our good buddy Monty, and he talked me out of that and got me into Futaba because I needed more switches to flip. That was <laughs> that was where I was going wrong with everything. And he needed more friends. <laughs> Now, so the uh, the learning learning the Futaba after coming from Spectrum was it that was tough for me. That was sure. that was really tough for me. Again, I'm I'm old and I don't learn very good. I don't like to read. Uh, if I can watch it on YouTube, I can learn it pretty good. But I do hate to read. Anyhow, it was a lot of reading. Um, him and him and Ben have certainly helped me a lot. Held my hand and said, "Yeah, do this, do this." And I'm like, I finally have started learning it, but that was a huge, huge curve for me to get over. Yeah, so you mean is. coming from Spectrum though? You can come from like Calculus Three and still be confused going to that system. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not too bad now. No, it's just fun to fun to make jokes. It Flies is. really well with the 760 microsecond. Uh, I will admit that it is noticeable and it is very nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we put some time in with the the seven fifties, and uh, I I don't recall ever saying like, "Man, this thing sucks." You know, like it was always locked in. And of course, the governor is top notch. That's for sure. Now, have you ever tried it, Kevin, with the different uh, pulse rate servos? No, or I haven't. Pulse width, I should say. It's yeah. yeah. If you can find someone with it, just you know, take the radio. You can try. I've got, I've got, I've got my my Spectre and um, my Goblin both have the 760 servos in it. So you can try that if you want to. Okay, yeah. chill out. It's quite an interesting feeling. It's very locked in. I can imagine. I mean, because there was a huge difference going from what is it, fifteen fifteen twenty to seven sixty on a tail. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, right? It was a massive difference with that. So yeah, but um. Yeah, uh, they need to come down in price a little bit. But at the same time, for us, you know, uh, Kool-Aid drinkers with the V-Control, we, we really can't utilize the uh, 760 Pulse with, so it doesn't really mm -hmm. benefit us at all. Kind of. Kind of yeah, but, but there's just yeah, there's just. But I will never give up the ease of setup of V-Bar. Like it's like I would say it's like ten percent better feeling in the air, and I wouldn't really give up the integration for that last ten percent. But mm -hmm. you know, if you fly competition and you're really going for that last bit and, of performance yeah. and accuracy, yeah, it's worth it. And you're not putting your models in all the time too. So like, if the setup takes a little longer, it's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree with that. So, craziest fun fly. What's the craziest event you've ever been to, Cliff? Well, I can't say one crazy event, but they certainly have all been at RCHF. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. I can't narrow it down to one 
crazy event there. It's funny when you tell people that because they want to argue with you. They're like, mm, uh, oh no. and I'm like, <laughs> no, have you, you haven't been. You can't say that. Yeah. So. It feels like one big event. Like when you say you can't separate them, neither can I. I just feel like every time I go to RCHO, it's just part of the one big event. Yeah. And it's, it, it's always, you know, like the last event that we had there was probably the craziest one. But the one right before that was the craziest one down. I mean, when we got the yeah. fire out there and, and everybody was flying their helicopters over the fire. I mean, that was, yeah, that was just, it was epic. Why, why did we do that? <laughs> <laughs> there were people that were asking that. Why? <laughs> The only thing I could come up with because it's America and we could do it. Exactly. I, I can't tell you why I did it. <laughs> it seemed like a good idea at the time. Right, so totally one person, time. what Chad Chad said, Chad just brought it up, right? He was like, if I were to put something out there on fire, would you maybe fly over it? <laughs> and that was all it took. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, uh, Scott was like, I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, um, when you go fly, uh, before you go fly over the fire at RCHO, uh, where do you build your helis? Do you have a designated hobby room? In the or car in the driveway. The field? I've been kicked outside. Um, I have a room now. I have. Uh, I have. I've graduated, and uh, now I have a room. When I, I should go back and tell the story. When I started off building airplanes at my mom and dad's house, when I was first getting into it, um, they had hardwood floors and uh, drill bits and epoxy don't get along good with hardwood floors. And <laughs> I got my ass beat a lot when I was little on those hardwood floors you mean because of them or on them? because of me drilling holes into the hardwood floor and oh sticking, my god you did yeah <laughs> sticking glue to the hardwood floors <laughs> five minute epoxy will lock up tight to some hardwood floor let me tell you what <laughs> tell you well, what <laughs> things are becoming very clear here uh cliff yeah. i'm just saying <laughs> learning a lot <laughs> Well, I can't really laugh too much because I glued my Gap uh, flip-flops to the vinyl floor because I was using foam glue at the time. <laughs> yeah, but it was in my parents' house, so that was okay. I just scraped it off. And my girlfriend at the time, my wife now, she was really like, why is there a flip-flop underneath the table? You had a girlfriend <laughs> while wearing Gap flip-flops? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I had like very important priorities back then. It was flying. Yeah, apparently, mostly. fashion wasn't one of them. No, <laughs> hell no. Yeah, pay less. Pay less. Uh, oh, way yeah. less. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you remember you used to get like three pairs of flip flops for like six bucks? No, I don't remember. That was back. Yeah. That, that was back when he was known as Gappy instead of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was I was such a planker in those oh, days. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yep. No, so, actually, if you ever look at my shoes, they're pretty sad. I just never seem to buy new ones. <laughs> well, I was I was spending most of my money in motorcycle stuff and just you know, just regular you know hobby stuff back then. Yeah, important stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, same. So in your hobby room. Or in the hobby world around you that you uh, are part of, do you can you go with 
without something like is there a tool is there like i.e a sim or a specific tool that you use on your helis is there something that you feel like it's pretty important that you use a lot so it's going to sound pretty stupid i think but uh, i had a customer that gave me a piece of granite countertop it's like i don't know like six feet long and two feet wide something like that and uh i've made a that's my that's my table my my table to build on it's nice and flat and all that but i didn't realize really how nice it was until you get just a little bit of a tweaked main shaft tail spindle you know head spindle whatever you can roll it you know for six feet and you can see it really bounce along um so again i know it sounds stupid but i would have to say i really really like this piece of granite uh as far as the building goes it 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 shows what's true. Like I was talking about that main shaft that Scott had uh, with his helicopter. I put it in there and it wobbled. Uh, I pulled it out, rolled it on the table, and I'm like, son of a bitch, look at that. Um, so, yeah, I, I would have to say that, as stupid as it, as it is. That's super useful. Most people would just take that for granted. Yeah. in here. Day job. Uh, so, if you're a heli god for a day, what would be something you would change in the hobby and why? Wow, you mean like if I was like Scott Graham? <laughs> no. Nah, he's just a president. <laughs> he's, not bad. he's not quite there yet. Yeah, that's um, nowhere close. A nuisance, maybe. <laughs> I would... Uh... Gosh, I don't know. I would, uh, right now, I would certainly try to make all the COVID go away so everybody could just come out and have fun at the fun mm. flies and not have to worry about any of that Heck dumbness. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't know. The <coughs> helicopter. We could get rid of some, some brands of helicopters that uh, have, 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 have come, come to exist in not so great ways. Choked them um, chowder. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I, the the helicopter group, um, when you go and hang out with them at the fun flies, it's just it's just fun. You know, everybody the the pros get along with everybody, and that's just a really odd thing. Usually, the any of the any of the top tier group of anything won't talk to anybody but the other top tier group. It's what it seemed like to me, and I don't see that at all with this. Uh, I don't. I don't know. You can. Pick anybody. I've talked to Mitch Morosa. I've talked to Kyle Dahl. I've talked to Kyle Stacy. They talk. They just talk to you like normal people. Except Scott Graham, right? Except Scott Graham. He won't <laughs> talk to me. I know. We me, me and Kevin experienced that. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Scott Graham talks to Scott Graham. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, so part of your, um, I, I, I think you already mentioned that you do some simming, right? Um, what sim do you use? My sim of choice would be real flight. I just, Mm -hmm. I think once you get it all set up and flying the way your real helicopter flies, I think it just feels more realistic. Mm -hmm. Um, my next one that I like is next. Um, that one's, it's just really convenient. Um, 
I have AccuRC too. I have all of them. None of them help, have helped me learn how to fly and become a, a pro at it. I don't know what the problem is. I bought all of them, and they're all on the computer, and they're not working them, right. None of them have helped yeah. me. <laughs> Did you miss your thirty back uh, or thirty day back guarantee or whatever it is? Money <laughs> oh, back so guarantee. Funny. There we go. <laughs> uh, I think I think we're still looking. I think me and Kevin, even Scott, I think we're still looking for that sim excellence, you know, level. Real like flight's still the 300. closest, though. You know, I, I do me. feel like <clears throat> whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm practicing, if I can, if I can do it, I feel like if I can do it on two, I can probably do it in real life. That's what I do too. Yeah, yeah. Two or Just three of them. It, like if it works out without major issues, it's like you probably got it dialed in. Yeah. Yeah. Or can at least save it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Do you have any more of like? Any kind of formal approach when you're practicing like F3C stuff? Like, do you prefer one sim over the other, or do you just prefer real life, or what's your normal go-to for that? Doing the F3C stuff, there, you know, you can you can practice on the simulator and just kind of get the get the feeling down. But it's just completely different for me. It's completely different in real life. So that's just the only way to practice that is I can see just that. doing it. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. There's always the wind, the breeze, the everything. The spatial awareness too is massively different. It's almost easier in real life for some things. <laughs> Anything that's done upstairs or big air, hundred percent. And that is what it's called, right? Upstairs maneuvers. Uh, you asking me? Yeah. Yeah, you're the guy that does F3C. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have not. I don't know the answer to that question. Oh, okay. I think they also call it like the arrow because one is the hovering, precision hovering, the other one is the arrow maneuvers. Mm. So, aerobatic, precision aerobatic maneuvers. Yeah, I've always yeah. heard Monty and those guys reference like doing something upstairs. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're just in like a club in this house that I'm not invited to. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I now you feel like Chris not. <laughs> yeah. They are leagues above me, so I might not have made it to the upstairs yet. Uh, you know, I might still be in the basement. Yeah. Special invite, right? Join my club. It's the lights are on no one's home club. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, what is, uh, what's been some of the most difficult maneuvers that you've utilized the sim for in order to overcome some of the difficulties? So I am now I'm learning to do uh, pyro maneuvers, um, mm. pyro loops, pyro flips, and I've used the sim a lot for that here. Just recently, I've probably about six or eight months ago, just started doing that, and uh, it's it's kind of it's it's kind of been fun. It's kind of made me want to go get on the sim and try it uh because before that it was always i just had to go force myself you know i'm like all right i gotta just sit down i gotta right. take 20 minutes and do something and you know how it goes you you do something for you know a minute or two and then you're just out you know flipping <laughs> the sticks, sticks around <laughs> yeah so yeah. uh that has that's really helped me a lot um it, it's just, it's made me want to go get on the sim so i look forward to it but by, by learning those so something with a purpose is what you're saying yeah yeah i need to have a purpose i need to have a purpose and i need to be able to see that i can attain that at some point like it's right. not just out there so 
that being said, like, what's your what's your go to approach? Let's say that you have a maneuver you need to work on. How do you either break it down or attack it in order to to master it? Yeah, so I usually slow it down. I'll get on the you know I'll I'll turn the speed down first and just start doing a part of it. Like figure and, it out, yeah. Yeah, and then once I get that kind of figured out, I'll speed it up a little bit and speed it until you're up to normal speed. Okay. So no, you don't break down sections or anything. You just you're all about speed. That's your your thing. Yes, but I will also even while it's slow, I want to learn. Okay, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna practice doing pyro flips. If this thing comes out. You know, at a weird angle, what do I need to do to save it? Call the manufacturer and ask for a refund. <laughs> Is that all you have to do? Yeah. <laughs> no, pyro flips, they, they still kind of scare me a little bit in real life because if that thing comes zinging out at the wrong angle, I mean, it's just, it's Zing. a handful. <laughs> Zing. Yeah. <laughs> See it. Yeah, no, it's, it's sketchy when you're learning them, too, because they could very well just do that and yeah. fly right towards all your friends and everybody at the flight line when you least expect it. But as long as it flies toward them and not me, What are you trying I'm to say? That. I'm trying to say. <laughs> Stuff happens, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what about F3C? Have you competed yet, or are you in the stages where you're, like, uh, still trying to work on the maneuvers and stuff. Like, where are you at with your F3C career? I uh, my first competition that I went to was in 2018, and okay. I've gone, I've done, I've done a competition at least every, at least one every year um, since then, except for this last year. Um, I was planning to go to Urcha, and of course, COVID kind of threw a wrench in that. Uh, I was planning on going to Monty's event, and I think uh, COVID and another event kind of you know, <coughs> made that not happen, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I did not do any competing this year, but uh, I plan to try it again next year. Okay. But you're, you're definitely not green when it comes to events. Like, you've, you've done a couple, it sounds like, which is awesome. I have. It's, uh, it's, it's nerve-wracking, man. It, it, it really is. You think, you know, you're just hovering. You know, yeah. how hard can it be to just hover? Hard hard a lot hard yeah and when monty's behind you going not not just monty (laughs) but seriously you know when when we go when my first event we're you know i know everybody that's flying with me we're all just friends we just fly together but when they're actually sitting in a chair right behind you judging you i I don't know it just yeah it just makes makes my hand shake it's just it's just nerve-wracking um that took that took a little while to get over for me too like doing i've never competed like that like you have but doing something in front of people that you know can spot your mistakes and they're looking for your mistakes anytime i do anything remotely wrong or it starts to go pear-shaped it just gets worse because as soon as it goes slightly wrong i go oh god it's going terribly wrong and i start like thinking of that only and it just gets worse and worse and worse yeah 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 um so what was the motivator to compete? What, what made you start wanting to venture down that path? Well, I like competition and I've always liked competition and I, I know I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be a smack pilot throwing it down. So I wanted to find something that I could do that is, it's still going to help my flying no matter what. 
Um, but now I can compete, you know, and like I said, I, I, I want to win. I do want to win. I still suck, but I want to win. Um, so I just, I like the competition. I like, I like competing. That's what, that's what keeps drawing me back into it. Wanting to get right. just a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's definitely one of those, um, skill sets that, uh, you know, can, improve in other areas too you know taking that to 3d sometimes well obviously nick maxwell is a big uh <laughs> you know person who can display that you know what i mean where it's he's, he's used f3c to improve his 3d flying and it definitely Certainly. shows yeah but um well let's see um what do you consider the most challenging thing about F3C? I mean, because everybody can hover, right? <laughs> yeah, everybody can hover. <laughs> it's everybody. Um, you know, the, uh, those slow pirouettes in one spot, mm -hmm. it can't drift, it can't go up, it can't go down. It just has the pirouette right there. And right. I don't know, man. Like I said, you, it, in your mind, it, it any idiot should be able to do it. I should be able to do just fine with it, but it's hard. It's a lot more going on. It's a lot going on. It is. That's true. That is true. I, I agree. I I don't know. I I mean I know people think that the whole F three C thing is just you know hovering over flags and it's dumb and it's boring and just I would challenge anybody just just do it just try it. Go right. out and get three or four of your friends sitting behind you. You know, paint you paint a little course out or just stick something out there. But try it. Hover, just hover in one spot over it. Do a pirouette, scoot over to the left or the right or whatever. Do it again. It's it's hard. It is hard. Yep. So let's talk about your equipment. Uh, what's your equipment of choice? Um, Obviously, you fly Futaba, but, uh, you know, I mean, you've wanted to taste a Kool-Aid a few times, haven't you? I can't say that I haven't <laughs> wanted to. Um, everybody <laughs> likes a little Kool-Aid every once in a while. Um, no, I, I've... <clears throat> if I wouldn't have to worry about Monty beating me up, I, I would probably... No. Um, what would he do? <laughs> What would Monty do? Yeah, what? Just like play it through for us. Just what you expect would happen. You show up at the field, you're ready to rock and roll, and you whip out your V bar control touch in front of Monty. Play. <laughs> well, I, 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 when you okay, we went to uh, Queen. I think it was the Queen City event, your event down in North Carolina, Scott. Yeah. And uh, I won a V bar T-shirt from the raffle <laughs> yeah. and I uh, put it on and everything. And uh, of course I showed it to Monty and he, he, he already knew I wasn't switching to V bar or anything, but he took a picture <laughs> of it and he sent it to Ben and Ben's like, Oh my God, no, he has not. He is not switching to that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it was pretty yeah. much minus 20 points on the next <laughs> So what you're saying is, is, is Ben's like the, the emperor. Is that what this is going on? Pretty here? much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I like him. He's funny as hell. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. So Futaba. We're, we're definitely Futaba people. Uh, and what, what else uh, do you have that you prefer? Well, so 
it, it's not just it's not so much Futaba. It I mean it is and it isn't. It's not the transmitter. It's it's the fly barless. Um, the the tuning is it's not easy to learn for not for me, but it, it is so much more precise when you when you you want to tweak just something just a little bit. Um, it's just there. There's a setting in there. Um, once you kind of figure out what you want it to do, the setting is in there, and it is easier if you can set it up in the fly barless unit to make it do it for you every time. So you say you're going to do a pirouette and you want it to be really slow. Instead of trying to push the stick over just a little bit, just have it set so you can crank it all the way over and it'll just barely move. Um, I'm not saying to, I don't have mine set up that way. I'm just kind of using that as an example. Whatever you're trying to fix, there's, there's a setting there that's going to give you the same result every time. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious with the setup and all the settings that you're doing, is it less prone for Futaba to have things mixed together as well? Like there's been multiple conversations about different brands that if you make an adjustment in one section, it technically adjusts like four or five other parameters that you really don't know how to adjust kind of thing. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, and I can't really answer that question real good. I I don't I don't have a whole lot of mixes in mine. Um, uh, I know that Ben uses a few, Monty uses some. I know Nick Maxwell uses uh, some settings for those reasons. I don't, so I can't really answer that question. I I don't know. Okay. Very cool. So as far as like ESCs or motors, do you have a preference or is it just kind of whatever you can get your hands on? Yes, to both of those. <laughs> I do have a preference. Um, I prefer Contronic motors and Contronic speed controls. Um, wow. but Money bags. They, they are kind of pricey. Why? Why is that? Yeah. Gucci, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> because they just work. Every time Captain they just, Red they just work. Well, a lot of them work, but I mean, do you do you have explanation as to what what makes those better than the others? Especially, obviously, it's it's it matters in the F three C world, I guess. Is that correct? Or well, I, I won't name any brands, but I, I do have I have a certain speed control now, and when I auto down with it, when I'm playing with it on the ground, I can flip the bail out and it bails out just fine every time, no problem. And when I do autos with it, I don't know, I don't know why it's doing it, but it won't bail out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not every time. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it will, it'll start a slow startup, and then before it gets spooled up to full speed, it'll fast full. So it'll start slow, and then midway through, it'll go into fast. It's just... It's just weird. I'm, uh, Contronic will, will not do that. It's Sounds either going like to be on or it's off. your autos. Well. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> you no, know, I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I've never had that, that kind of problem with a, with a Contronic speed control. Um, motors, I just, I just like them. I mean, they're just, uh, I haven't had any issues. I like Exnova motors, too. I haven't had any issues with those. I can't talk bad about those. Um, but I do like Contronic speed controls. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, in reference to the 580 anyways, um, the Contronic motor is not 
much more expensive than an X Nova. I actually almost debated on buying one just to try it, just to kind of see since I'm, you know, not under contract with anybody in reference to motors or ESCs, but, um, Shaggy's been trying really hard to get me to, to bite on the red brick and, uh, and man, I mean, even just a, an ESC for the 580, I mean, man, those things are expensive. Like, holy crap, are they expensive? But you, you can get them, you can find them used, which is usually how I wind up getting mine is used. Yeah. And also, like you said, Ben, right? Ben down there with you, he's flying the YGEs. Mm -hmm. YGEs are, I think, pretty good. I, have, I don't have one. I'd like to get one and, and play yeah. with it and see how it is, but I hear they're pretty rock solid. Well, now that we've seen the difference between Hobby Wing and the YGE, I'm, it's piqued my interest to get a, uh, what is it, the Calibri 140 HV and, you know, try and see, you know, how much difference there is between that versus the YGE. Yeah. So, next time that we hang out, I want to do some tweaking with your Hobby Wing and compare it to the YGE. Okay. Because I don't think you ever bumped your P gain, did you? I did. Two points. Oh, okay. So I'm kind of wondering, but but again, I mean, that's just one thing. Like, what else can we do? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know that I know that Contronic uses like adaptive timing, where it changes the timing throughout the entire flight, basically, with the demands on the motor, mm -hmm. and that'll help create a lot of power. Um, I'm curious to see if that helps. Yeah. Well, but but even so, like digging back, like I, I, it makes me wonder. Oh God, who was it I was talking to? Um, there is some things that you can do. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Let me take it back. The NeoGov, uh, you can do things to make it more reactive, or I'm sorry, proactive versus reactive, right? Right, but that's uh, yeah. But that's uh, Neo, you know. Yeah, I'd love to see if if I'd love to see the the performance difference is what i'm trying to say i'm very yeah. curious no because you too you know you and ben are raving about that one <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm real curious to see but see here's the difference though i mean to be fair i mean and of course this is me being a total jerk to both of my both the machines um i think on mine i was pulling like 165 ish amps 175 maybe mm -hmm. and on ben's like it was a consistent 208 every time and 208 is like knocking on the door of it basically shutting down mm -hmm. and um so that's my question too about the 140 calibri is i'm like okay well where's the ceiling at on that is it above 208 because if i want to be a total jerk like i don't want my stuff shutting down either you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah so i do notice that the amp draw is higher on those two like i had a controlic 250 and the amp draw is consistently higher than, than other brand ESCs. And I think it has to do with the fact that it's more proactive versus reactive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's changing timing. Right. Draw, you know, struggling a little bit more, making more power and drawing more current. I don't know. Yeah. It would be interesting. I, so New show topic. Research yeah. day. Let's mess with speed controllers. I Yeah. I mean, I, I know it would cost me... <laughs> Uh, you know, a right kidney for it. But I mean, I really, I kind of want to spring for that Calibri 140 and, and try it just to see, you know. It's just money. You can't take it's it with you. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah. I'm in this deep, that you know, now, so whatever. Might as well exactly. just keep going. Uh, but yeah, I think that would be fun. So, but switching back. Uh, so what events do you hit? Do you hit some that are pretty consistent? Do you change it up? Like what are your regulars and, 
And heck, even tell us this year, like which ones are you wanting to hit? Uh, let's see. Um, well, Fredericksburg, um, both of theirs. I mean, that Fredericksburg for me is only about an hour away. Um, so definitely both of those. Um, pretty much anything in North Carolina. Um, that was last year was my first time going to Dragonfly. That was that was a good one. But dude, dude, man, they have some big ass bugs down there, man. Big <laughs> bugs. Um. Oh, um. Let's see. Heli Extravaganza, if they are not Extravaganza. Um, yeah, Heli Extravaganza, if yeah. they get to have that this year, I'd like to go. I would like to make it down to Florida. I don't know. That's that's getting to be kind of a haul for me, but mm-hmm. uh, I would like to do that at some point. Um, yeah, pretty much anything in Virginia, North Carolina, um, into South Carolina. I wanted to try to go kind of up north a bit, too. Um, I was going to go to Helly's over Delaware, too. Of course, they stopped doing that one. So, uh, Have you been in the past, done. though? I have not. No, okay. I have not been up there. That was... That, what, there was some kind of conflict with that. They always had that right about the same time something else was going on around here. It might have been... It might have been the Monty's competition event, which is why I didn't go. I can't remember. Hmm. Gotcha. So, you, we already mentioned RCHO. What, tell us kind of your thoughts of the differences between RCHO and some of the other fun flies. Um, so, I've got a camper, and I usually take the camper to pretty much any fun fly. Uh, mm-hmm. Fredericksburg is nice because they have hookups there. And uh, I mean, they have, they have a nice place. Anyhow, you know, you can go in there and you can take a shower and they got bathrooms and everything right there. Anyhow, you don't need to have a camper, um, but they have hookups there too. So I can kind of stay in my own little home away from home and my daughter can kind of go in there. If she needs to, you know, not be around so many people so much of the time that makes it kind of nice there um the ones down in north carolina this year not not rcho um this was the first year that i had gone to any of those down there uh it was just it's just nice it's it's kind of it's far enough away from home for me to feel like i'm not flying in the backyard but close enough to where I don't have to set aside a whole day to drive somewhere. Um, and it's just the, the people are nice. It's just the, the people have always been nice. Anytime I've showed up somewhere and, uh, you know, I go to set the camper up and everybody's right there and they're like, Oh, do you need help with it? Do you need this? Do you need that? Uh, you must look like you need assistance. I probably do need assistance. <laughs> no, I gotta, I gotta say that when we uh, met up at the Funfly in Charlotte, um, the one in September this past year, you know, I know a lot of people were unhappy about not being able to fly at night, but I, I kind of enjoyed it just hanging out with people. <laughs> So that that was that was clutch for me, and what well, I drove seven and a half hours for that, you know. So I, I like the nighttime flying. I like to watch it. I, I really don't do that much with it. I like to watch it. Um, that's my drinking time. So I mean, it's really cutting into my, you know, <laughs> my time. But 
I, I got to tell this story too. Down there at that at that field down there, um, Jay Jay Treadway didn't have anybody to stay with the first night that he was down there. So he asked the landowners if he could stay in the clubhouse right there. And they're like, yeah, sure, that's fine. So the next day, <laughs> we're, you know, we're kind of hanging out doing our own thing down there. And the homeowner wife comes over and uh, she said, I saw you in there walking around last night. And we're like, what? They had cameras all over the place. They were like watching Jay sleep in there. On- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah that was that was interesting but uh, <laughs> i mean at least he's still alive <laughs> right? you know, just, that's awesome that's so, so was it the full the full pool that your daughter competed in the combat part it of? was yeah she she that was her first time doing combat was at rchs last event the fall pool um she had uh it was a T-Rex 600 that identified an old fly bar T-Rex <laughs> 600 that identified as a 450. And uh, she was doing pretty good. She took off and she got up in the air and then Shaggy came across with some little airplane thing and happened to hit something just right and down it went. But she really loved it. It was, it was fantastic because she had a ball with it. The whole three seconds that it was in the air, she had a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Did you put it back together yet or no? No, I gave it to Rob Cole, I think. Yeah, I gave it to him. Oh, did you really? Yeah. That's awesome. Donation. He donated. Dude, when when I go down there and combat something, it it ain't coming back home with me. It's going (laughs) to... It's staying there. It's staying in North Carolina one way or the other. (laughs) Underground. Yeah. All right. So let, let's talk business here. Does uh, Skid scare you when he flies, or is it Scott that's more scary? <laughs> oh, it, neither one of them, because I, I don't watch. Thank you, Cliff. Oh, <laughs> you run away to me. your camper. Got it. That's exactly. He's way smarter than I thought he was. <laughs> yeah. Spoke too soon. Uh, no, they're uh, they they maybe have both. Uh, made me take a step back once in a while uh but uh-huh. not too often not not too often <laughs> feeling <laughs> not like tom shin when he tried to crash my little m that was epic just gone <laughs> and we're just like shit there's a helicopter somewhere just somewhere none of us are looking at oh i don't know how he saved that his his finger he was like he was like halfway hitting the hold button already and then he got it again i'm like i don't know how you did that miracle (laughs) it's magic it was magic (laughs) all right so be honest what do you really think about jay (laughs) i'm i'm just happy that he is finally back to dating women again Oh, sweet. Okay. <laughs> I was that, nervous that, how he I'm was really looking upset at me. about that, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe oh. he's going to give up with the unicorns and stuff. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Him and Rodney have been spending a lot of nights together out there at RCHO. They got that new generator out there. Yep. Yeah, I can't believe they got it figured out. He's still awesome. a big fan of dick pics, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Rodney's the brains of the operation, isn't he? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought. And the workhorse. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Skid steer breaker. 
If there's anything getting done down there, it's definitely Rodney doing it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Whether yeah. it's constructed or destructive. Yes. Is, uh, is Rodney still looking for holes? You know, the kind of... He found them, Jace. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now, I, I, to be honest, in all fairness, like I think what Jay's doing with that club and what Ronnie, Ronnie's time that he puts in that club... I, you know, it just, it's amazing for the hobby. Yeah, those guys are RCHO. If Rodney and Jay left that club, it wouldn't be RCHO anymore. Mm. Period. Yeah. That's true. That's I didn't really start doing a whole lot of traveling around until they, it was, it was already Jay at that club. Rodney came along, but uh, yeah, I, I agree. Um, and, and Tammy, Rodney's wife, you know, just letting him be out doing something at the field so much of the time leslie with jay you know same thing you know it's just i mean i've got a significant other and i'm pretty fortunate because she's not she's happy when i leave she's like yeah go stay gone stay for a week you know stay gone most significant others are not like that they're like no you were you're at the field for half a day well like well yeah it's half a day it's 12 hours right and uh, <laughs> they don't quite see it that way <laughs> i know I feel yeah, the pain. They do. They do a fantastic job down there, and uh, you know, I, 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 I've talked to Jay, and I've talked to Rodney. I talked to I talked to all of them down there often, and I'm like, but dude, you guys are you could be thirty days from getting kicked out of there all the time. He's like, That's yeah, such a horrible. We're, we're going to make it as good as we can while we're here. I'm like, no, you can't beat that. Yeah, that's commendable, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I hope that they get it figured out or God forbid they lose it. They find another place that's better. Like, because I'd, I'd be so bummed if that became not a thing. Yeah. Hell, we need to just find some land and all club in and buy it. Well, but it <laughs> is the, it ain't the place. It is the people. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I mean. I hope if they lose that place, we get more land somewhere. Yeah. They will figure something out. Yes. Yeah. We'll be flying in Scott Graham land down there. Dude, new, I'm new so country. down. If I have enough land, I told yeah. you the wife's down with it. We're making RCHO South. And it's official. <laughs> Free membership. Come break your shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only requirement. You got to bust something up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's pretty inexpensive uh, membership, if I must say yeah. so, for being yeah. free. Yeah. It's about $300 a visit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's worth it. Yeah, totally well, worth very it. Very cool. Well, man, it's been uh, an incredible evening with you, Cliff. We thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely, guys. I really appreciate the, the call. Like I said, I was pretty shocked to get the call and say, hey, would you, do you mind doing it? Would you do it? Because um, I'm... I just said I'm pretty boring, but uh, no, it no. was fantastic. I had a great time with you guys. That's not what he said. He says, about fucking time you guys called me. <laughs> you weren't supposed to tell him that. <laughs> but come on, Gucci. Shit, come I've on, man. It's about damn time. It took you that long to ask me? Right. Oh, no, I think it goes back to, you know, you said the people make the fun flies, right? Some of these events, our hobby. So I think for us is the same thing as talking to somebody like you. It's always awesome because I think people relate to believe it or not. People relate to being not a sponsor pilot or anything like that in the hobby. 
you know so it was it was a pleasure and i think you actually did better than some of the guests that we had no i'm just kidding i think i think all of you do great and it's awesome to be able to tell the hobby about you guys you know yeah yeah well it was great i like i said i really appreciate it i appreciate the the chance to do it that's cool so uh why don't you tell people how they can get in touch with you only fans facebook what you got <laughs> Grinder, super tins and string, <laughs> plenty of fish. Oh, Lord! <laughs> if anybody at all is ever looking for me, I'm on Facebook. That's probably the easiest way. It's just Cliff Lewis. Um, that's yeah. Okay. Click on that button. Slide into his DMs. <laughs> 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 all right well uh thanks very much for coming we certainly do appreciate that and um man look forward to seeing you guys just to to go ahead and give you guys a heads up in case you didn't know and you live under a rock uh rcho uh is doing the chill out as they always do february 19th through the 21st uh if you are not there you're missing out uh, i, I yeah. think everyone would agree so yes make sure you are there and um if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at theheliheadsshow at gmail.com. If you have questions, you want to be an average Joe, show ideas, tell us we suck, whatever. Hit us up. We would love to hear from you. Uh, what else we got, Gooch? Man, don't forget to like our Facebook um, page. Uh, also, follow and subscribe to us on Podbin. Podbean and iTunes. Yes. And if you really want to reach the high level of platinum, you know, <laughs> believer in Heliheads, leave us a comment, a review on iTunes. Mm. Yeah. Then you get I mean, Snapchat premium. Oh yeah. <laughs> it I unlocks mean, it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like level three hundred. Oh man. You know. And don't forget uh, to listen to some of uh, the other heli podcasts, um, such as Freefall RC, Telerotor, Skids Up, and don't forget some of the video personalities in our hobby. I think all those need to be on your list to browse every now and again. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And if you would like to help Scott Graham from being homeless. Uh, he has a Patreon account. You can look that up and uh, make sure our boy does not have to sleep out in the cold, especially during RCHO. Yeah. Because he will Seven. string a ham- hammock up. I've seen him do it. Yeah. Those, just cold. I mean, do you even have $17 anymore or you're back to no, zero? I spent on side frames. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man. All right, let's get right to it. Parting words. Gucci, what you got, man? Mm, I got a few. Nice. All right, so my first one, it's a new one, coming in hot. Hashtag flag baller. Oh, you know, look at that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know how that happened, but it's there. I like flags. Okay, the next one. <laughs> I cannot lie. Yep. No, no, not at all. The next one. This jerk. Just read it. The next one is hashtag Scott will not fly my Genesis or Genesis. 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 Yeah. Genesis? Yes, you have to like back, from the back of the throat is like Genesis. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. you gotta put that in there. Genesis. Okay. Genesis. Yeah. I mean, Excuse I me, will. Have <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: if I get this thing in time, this kid in time to build it, I'm. I might, might consider let him look at it. Oh, Maybe. and yep. I'll take the radio and fly the absolute shit out of it and then give it back and go, thank you. Yeah, when he gets it done, he's going to tie up a flight station near you. Yep. <laughs> um, let's see here. So how about hashtag <laughs> what's up with the budget? I don't know. <laughs> Are we getting a new budget? I mean, what's going on here? Where are we at with the budget? Oh, come Where on, we man. <laughs> and the last one, hashtag long distance. Boom. Yep, Gucci out. Hmm. Out. All right. Fence post, what you got, buddy? Uh, <laughs> hashtag legitimate bitch mittens. <laughs> hashtag putting in the raw. I don't think anybody knows that, that I crashed the raw, like, day one. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's cool now that they're kind of out now, but yeah. Stuff that is out of Yeah. Um, <laughs> hashtag too old for cold. Nice. Wait, oh, no, no I ripped one of the clips. My, oh, shit. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Oh man, I'm reading. I mean, that's that's what happens. That's just why. Let's rewind. Yeah, Yeah, let's try that again. That's what Uh, happens when we have low budgets. Okay. (laughs) Hashtag hashtag Mo Budget 2021. Mm. And hashtag Effective Collective. Nice. (laughs) Cliff, what are your hashtags? I got one more. You do? Okay. My bad. Go ahead. Hashtag Defective Collective. happens every yeah. time <laughs> all right cliff what you got buddy got a couple apparently let's do it up I have... my radio controls the space shuttle <laughs> <laughs> controls the space shuttle. i'm telling you when he told me how many switches i have to like flip i'm like i'm done <laughs> yeah. i lost you after the second switch oh gosh flags are bust <laughs> <laughs> Too old for cold. I love that one. <laughs> Man, the older I get, the more more of a weenie I become. It's true. 48 and sunny is my limit. Period. <laughs> 48 and sunny is my limit. That's With a, a good south there. wind. With a south wind. <laughs> and beat that shaft. Beat that shaft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. The last for the... The best for the last, right? Here we go. We've got hashtag July 15th through the 18th make <laughs> South Kanukistan. Yes. And uh, we got hashtag let's get raw. <laughs> and of course from our boy uh, Brandon Cooper we got if you don't fly well then at least crash well. <laughs> That's and, a good uh, model for 2021 <laughs> I gotta say. And of course this is how I live life. I am hashtag SAB broke. Mm-hmm. Hell and yeah. Of course it would be. But you love it. Yeah, it wouldn't be us without wrapping up with uh, hashtag too old for hold. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode number 38. Big thanks to Cliff Lewis. Thank you very much, you guys. We'll catch you guys next time. Woo-hoo! And the batteries. Get them puffed. Pop them breakers. Pop them breakers. <laughs> I love my flags. I love my flags.
show's over. Damn. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks, <laughs> Cliff. <Damn. great>. Awesome. <laughs> Don't let the door hit me the way out. By the way, Cliff, <laughs> awesome job on your week. What did you, I don't know what you were worried about. You did a good job, man. What do you mean he rushed through it? It was like a kid doing a presentation. No, Cliff, let me tell you something. The next time you see Scott, very soon, you have my permission to kick him square in the fucking dick. Oh, shit. Welcome to the Hellyhead Show. Fucking damn. But yeah, the ours talking is like looping back through your speaker. I don't know if you can hear that or not, but um, it's it's causing like a little bit of a loop back. I was, I was just gonna hang up on him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm your honorary sound Nazi sidekick. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> we, are, we will have excellent sound quality just in time for the what is hot section. <laughs> it's so exciting. <laughs> I will break your fingers if you do not get it right. Uh. <laughs> he should start calling you Watson. Where are you from exactly? I don't know. <laughs> it was like a mix of Russian and Italian or something. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. My accent was stuck on demonstration mode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Pal <laughs> <coughs> choking on the COVID. That's amazing. Oh, dear COVID. We're good. Oh, gosh. Sorry. <laughs> I almost had to perform the Heimlich maneuver. The Heimlich, ooh. Yes. Oh. yes. Because the sheep is says ba. <laughs> the sheep, sheep says ba. And I said ba. They invented the Heimlich maneuver. He said, Helga, come here and swallow this golf ball. <laughs> Don't ask why. <laughs> She's released an episode with nothing but fucking hacks. Oh, man. Who knew? Who knew? Jesus is going to be so happy. He's going to be like, damn it, Scott can do an impression too. (laughs) Hey, hey, Scott. Hey, Scott. What's my name? (laughs) What's your name? Cliff. Fuck you. Fuck you, Cliff. Oh shit! So the first four I'll do. Okay. Next four, I can do the next do. four if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, you will do all of them. Cliff's like, it's okay. I'll run your podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hmm. Wow, I'm really full of it. How do you make real fight smaller? <laughs> Play with it less. Uh-oh. <laughs> all right. I don't read Gucci's screen. Out of all the years you've been flying, have you taken a leave of absence, and why? Because Monty hurt his feeling. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> all right, here we go. Shut up, Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> the Velociraptor in my basement. <laughs> Dude, I got my COVID smart. shot, so like I'm turning into a zombie. Are you She's a smart girl? Mm-hmm. I'm protected. Clever, clever girl. Clever girl. Yeah, clever girl. Clever girl. <laughs>
And then all of a sudden, Fuck! Uh-uh-uh. Dobbs is here! Dobbs is here! No one gives a fuck, Dobbs. <laughs> Alright, we ready? <clears throat> I don't remember that part of the movie. That's where he's sitting and the guy's like, sitting at the table with the guy yeah. doing the deal. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, he's like, keep your We're voice down. He's like, key. nobody knows who the fuck you are. <laughs> and we're back. Welcome back to the Hellion Show. <laughs> I mean, you can do it if you want to, you a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> just for you, I'm going to do it just that way. Okay, I can't wait. We have a special guest. That was episode one. <laughs> we have a very special guest. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Welcome back. I like that. Thank you. Okay. Glad to be here. Okay. Here Once we go. again. I thought that was it. No. Shut up. Oh, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yep. You're like a child. <laughs> this is why we run until 1 a.m. That was so, one episode. I don't know. He's supposed to be. He's supposed to be doing something with it, as far as I know. I don't know. No, I agree, Scott. I I gotta tell you, I don't remember laughing that hard. I mean, in a long time, man. So we put it all on the line, yeah. right? Cliff brought the best out of us. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, all right, guys. Yeah. I'm out of here. All right, all right. Cliff, See you take, later, Cliff. Take care, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely, Thanks, guys. Thank all you, guys. Right. It was it was it was a pleasure. It was great. Thank you. <laughs> and we'll see you in a couple of uh, weeks. Sounds good, yeah. man. Y'all be safe. All, all right, right. later, later, guys. All right, bye. bye.